0: Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live every day at youtube.com slash the Dan Patrick Show. You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio.
1: Doug Gottlieb, Rob Parker, and for Dan Dennett's Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. Good Tuesday morning to you from the Mercedes-Benz Man Cave. So, Rob, today kicks off a cap season, right? Um, uh, Excuse me, tag season where uh, teams can franchise tag uh, their best players, their quote-unquote free agent players, Um, you know, barring some contracts, however, you can't tag a guy or you've you've mutually agreed to to not tag a guy. Uh, But Lamar Jackson's going to be tagged today. And the question becomes, like, what do you do if you're the Ravens? When, you know, clearly Lamar wants a Deshaun Watson contract and uh, much like the rest of the league, you don't want to give him a Deshaun Watson contract. Um, what 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 do you think of the franchise tag and how uh, this all plays out?
4: Yeah, I mean, it just depends on I thought Deshaun Watson should have sat out at the start of last year. Once they were in negotiations and that to me would have been the time to do it and, you know, make them blink or move on or do whatever they have to do if he's dead set for a Lamar Jackson,
1: Lamar Jackson,
4: Jackson, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, a, A fully guaranteed contract if that's really what he wants. And I get it. You know, people could sit around and say, well, they don't give those out. Well, Kirk Cousins got one and so did Deshaun Watson. So well, hold on. you can you can get a fully guaranteed
1: contract if you'd like. It's just not going to be at the number that you're not going to give him a five year guaranteed fully. guaranteed right, deal. right.
4: But I'm saying he has a right. He's won 75 percent of his games. Uh, the whole team is geared his offense around him, and he's a big part of it. And when he doesn't play, they don't win. So uh, it's up to you to determine whether or not you're willing to fight for it. That That's the point. It's not uh, – yeah, they have their uh, – Baltimore, and they say the way that they do their business, and they don't want to give guaranteed contracts, and that's their policy. Well, well, hold, on, hold on. Wait, wait. First, they give guaranteed contracts. Okay? Let's, let's stop the, the
1: misinformation that, that, that NFL – Players and agents like to spread that there's not guaranteed The contracts are guaranteed. It's the length and amount that is guaranteed. Well, they're not that fully, is the only part that's fully guaranteed. That's- there are fully guaranteed contracts. Not, not, they're just not five-year fully guaranteed top-of-the-market deals for quarterbacks. Dak Prescott's four years fully guaranteed. It's just not at a $50 million rate. It's the same thing with Kirk Cousins, as you point out. There are fully guaranteed contracts. Yeah, fully guaranteed. Lamar Jackson's rookie contract was fully guaranteed. And then, yeah, of course, you not, pick up the but fifth but year option. That,
4: but Yeah, but not at the money. That, um, we're talking about... In okay, this wait, 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 case, you're... what I'm talking about is they, they often will give you a contract, and it's happened to a lot of players, Doug, where they tell you, oh, so-and-so signed for, uh, you know, uh, uh, a half a billion dollars, Patrick Mahomes. That half a billion is not fully guaranteed unless he checks all the boxes and plays every year and they agree to it moving forward. When he signed the contract, the only thing that was guaranteed was $63 million. That was the only thing that was fully guaranteed at that point of the contract. When you sign a baseball contract and you're Fernando Tatis Jr., you get $300 million. You're going to get every nickel from the first year to the 13th year. There's no stipulations. There's no teams agreeing to continue the deal. They can't get out of it whenever they want. They can't ask you to take a pay cut to continue your deal. That's what I'm talking about, a fully guaranteed contract that doesn't have uh, stipulations. I, I, I I
1: understand. And those are terrible deals in baseball, they're even worse in the NFL. When guys, they're, know, they're not co-
4: terrible deals in baseball because guys go six years where they don't make any money and they play at a high level. How are they terrible deals because they were underpaid for six years?
1: No, no, no. They're, they're terrible deals for the teams. Tell me the long contract that's worked out. No, better for but, the but teams. What, you're, what you're talking about, though, what, what everybody and, and, and what, if you if you if you want to get down to the players, right? Yeah, it's a it is it's a completely. Here's the thing. We compare baseball and football, and it's stupid. Okay. It's stupid because the lifespan of a baseball player is obviously much longer. Okay. Additionally, and the point that you made, which is a really good one, and I said this when Kyler was coming out. Okay. You go back and look, and we can find the sound. I was guest hosting for Cowherd. It was. I, it, I think it was October, maybe November of his football season. I said, like, hey, he should play football until he can't play football. And then if he wants to play baseball. And the reason is football players in the first four years, especially if you're a first round draft pick, even if you're not, you make way more money. Whereas in baseball, you get a signing bonus and generally you have to go through the minor leagues where you're not making anything. And then, as you pointed out in that first deal, but until you're arbitration eligible in year four, you're not making much money in comparison to everybody else. And so there's a balance out where and they've done this with players like, hey, look, you could wait till arbitration and then maybe negotiate a deal and you could maybe make 350 million dollars or it's like uh, Ronald Acuña right? right like his his deal scene is a terrible one it is it be- is but he- because it's 17 million guaranteed like forever but well, he's he got worth, paid well, earlier. He got right. paid He basically, the beginning. He did the Scotty Pippen. Yep. He did the Scotty Pippen. He took, he took the long-term deal and, easier. But again, we're comparing baseball and football, and the two are not comparable because in football, you literally see one play and your career's over. And oh, yeah, by the way, you still count against the cap for, you still count against the cap. I mean, like, look, Lamar Jackson, he wants five years guaranteed. Do you know how many games Lamar Jackson's played the past two years? I, I get that. No, I mean, no, no. How many games? Yeah. How many games he played the past two years?
4: I don't know the number in front of me, but he's 20. been hurt. Okay. 20. Okay, there's
1: 37, uh, 34 games. He's played 20. And so the argument is, first of all, like all these long qu- contracts in the NFL, with the exception of Pat Mahomes, which is the only contract you don't like, but and it was it was very, I guess, team-friendly, Okay, but the amount well, of money— What deal
4: should he—he, he, if anybody, given the start of his career, should have had a guaranteed contract, and he could have helped to set the market. That's what I didn't like about the contract, is that at his age— Winning a Super Bowl, winning an MVP, and winning a Super Bowl MVP, he could have demanded a, a four or five year fully guaranteed contract. He did. He, and well, then, he did. So his, his contract is fully guaranteed
1: until 2025, at which time, okay, at which time there's all these cap hits. Okay, against the team if they cut him so it's basically it's fully guaranteed for six years and allows them to renegotiate and the other part to it is like again Tom Brady who you don't think is great uh, you don't think he's the greatest ever right he's the luckiest no, of all time right there's a there's, there's always been a brilliance that he took less and that's why his that's, teams that's have, not
4: had, why had, they won they won because they cheated and they had great defenses it oh, had nothing yeah, to yeah, do with him sick. taking pay cuts right dog right. that is the right. easiest and laziest thing to use Tom Brady they use Tom Brady and less money, and then your argument about why Brady's so great is because he didn't have anybody to throw to. They never signed any big receivers well, for him. Would they was... save money? But they cut all the great defensive players before they ever got paid. I don't even understand. When did that, they well, use the money?
1: That, well, hold up. Well, first of all, they didn't magically win for twenty consecutive years. Um. Uh, with no They went players. 10
4: years without winning a Super Bowl. Go go back and do right, the right. I understand. He
1: actually had his best year during that 10-year run. Right Again, a, a classic misreporting of the actual facts, which is he had the best year in the history of the NFL. They finished undefeated. They go to the Super Bowl. They lose in the Super Bowl. And then the next year they come back with the same team, but he tears his ACL. That team wins 11 games. And then they were still hyper-competitive. It's just hard to win a Super Bowl. And then eventually they got back to winning Super Bowls late. Again, with that defense, with the surrounding talent, with Rob Gronkowski, with an outstanding offensive line. And, and then cheating.
4: Late, and then, what cheating? What are you talking about? Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick was fined the largest fine in the history of the NFL for a coach, for okay. for, for Spygate. For a for Spygate. And yeah, and that, he did that, was, that was at the very start, it was at the very start of did they game. get another? Did they get another uh, uh, hit the by the league? Gate. No, the the, flake not to Flategate. With the Cincinnati Bengals just a couple years ago when they sent a the camera crew do, doing the same exact thing. Ask Josh McDaniels, who lost so, his job so, in Denver. Guess what he did? What a shocker. He was also videotaping. People signals on the sidelines in London at a at a at a, at a game. Uh, the NFL caught him doing that. Or or Eric Mangini, so, so, who was a so, disciple of Bill so Belichick, of, so who called of, out the organization. Is he did so he make it up? So none of
1: the so none of you don't think any of the Patriots championships or Super Bowl I didn't runs say are that. valid?
4: I didn't say that. I just said it's do only, not. leave. You just said they won because they cheated. I said and don't leave out the whole story. Don't leave out the whole story that I, they did I, cheat.
1: Like, dude, taking somebody's signals, okay, in the NFL is... Uh, there's a reason they throw in signals. There's a reason that they have all the different, like when they set in signals, they have three guys. And by the way, they don't even have them now because you have microphones in their in their helmets, which during their last three Super Bowl runs, you had microphones in the helmets, so there wasn't any cheating involved. And the defenses you talked about were able to to have enough players, enough talent, because Tom Brady was taking less. It all does work together. But going back to the point of the quarterback play, is like Lamar Jackson, if his argument is... First of all, of those of the long term contracts, none of those guys with the top contracts work out because you can't field a team around them. It's funny because Matthew
4: Stafford and the Rams won a Super Bowl over the cap. They paid Matthew Stafford a lot of money. Why did that work? Correct. It's not a magical formula.
1: It's not. How did it work this year?
4: No, work? they worked. It worked last year. I'm just saying. I, I, I
1: understand, but it again, worked. There's a, it's not a. You're dog. robbing Peter to pay to pay
4: Paul. It at doesn't some point matter. In time. Did you get what you wanted? Did you? Did the Rams get what they wanted? I would say yes. Okay, they got I would, and say, they I, didn't would care. I would I would say yes, but if the if
1: the Niners pick off a pass in the guy's hands, okay? And the team still falls apart this year, is it worth it? Well, there's a balance there. I okay? I understand so, so, that. So you are getting back to Lamar Jackson, like the the 5-year guaranteed deal that Deshaun Watson has, which is widely panned as the worst deal in in the league. All you need
4: is one person to sign ag- you, Doug and, agreed, and agree. But to he's it. not a free he's not a free agent. No, I understand that, but it doesn't mean that you can't want to be compensated you can, regardless you can of want what all you, you can want
1: all course. you want. The reality is that you have to have somebody who owns your rights that wants to give it to you. And the Baltimore Ravens have been successful with and without Lamar Jackson. And I'm sure, as they said, we'd love to have him. We just don't want to give him a five-year guaranteed $250-plus hundred deal. That's ludicrous considering at this point in your career, when you're in your prime, you've missed uh, seven games the past two years. What's going to happen the more we pay you? not, not uh, Just... The way in which he plays football, he's going to... The likelihood of getting injured is greater. And, oh, yeah, by the way, here's the other part that nobody wants to mention. He hasn't been an elite-level quarterback the past two years do since you, winning an MVP. Do you need
4: to be elite to win a Super Bowl? Uh no. Okay, there you go. Hold you on. Grab, wait, wait. Rest wait, wait, my case. wait, wait. I rest wait. My case. No, you didn't. Yes, that's I did. the dumbest it's not a yes no question. Yes it is. You don't have no, to be not. elite because elite non elite quarterbacks have won
1: the Super Correct. Bowl. Correct. You can do you wanna let me finish on the yes? Answer? Go or do ahead. you wanna make it yes no? No, because that's ahead. not really good radio, nor is it accurate. No, you don't have to be elite, but in order to not be elite, you gotta be surrounded by dudes, right? Like like, like Jalen Hurts played well. He's not an elite level quarterback that, that He's elite because he's surrounded by any. Did you watch the Super Bowl? Roster. He, did, I did. he I did. He won the lead. He won the lead in the did. Super Bowl. You know what elite quarterbacks do? What? You know, um, well, when they get the ball back, okay, and you need a touchdown, and you got first and 10, you don't go three and out. That doesn't happen. Okay, everybody it's talks never about the It's never
4: happened to a great no, quarterback.
1: No, Come the on, best dog. of the best of the best in the Super Bowl. The best of the best in that fourth quarter when they get the football, they don't go three and out there. Like, look, he's way better than anyone could have thought that he would be coming out of Oklahoma. I, I will absolutely tell you that. And and between Steichen, the surrounding talent, his own personal his own personal growth as a player, he's better. Okay, but no one would put him in Mahomes' category or in Rogers category category. Uh, Honestly, frankly, like the the Stafford, I know you don't like Stafford, but Stafford's a a, a better, has been a better thrower, accurate of of the football uh, than than Jalen is. You can win with Jalen Hurts, okay? But what you can't do is, what everyone in the league is searching for, is a talented quarterback on a rookie deal where you can surround him with a great roster. That's what the Niners have. That's what the Eagles have. And
4: the, and the Niners have won how many Super Bowls with that formula? They haven't won one. Oh, okay. So it doesn't, it's not automatic, right? It's not automatic. Okay, that's Nothing's exact, automatic. That's it's kind
1: of hard to win a Super Bowl, Rob. It is very hard. It's kind of hard. It's really hard. Yeah. But 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 somehow you you play down the fact that it's really hard to win a Super Bowl. No, one what? guy's won seven, and you know, like he won seven. He's been to ten. It's incredibly difficult. Okay, but the point is you don't have to be elite if we can surround you with elite level overall talent. Okay, and then you have the way the Chiefs are built, which is they have all their money lumped into a couple of star players, and then you have have to field it with young guys, and you have to kill it in the draft, which they've been fortunate to do. Okay, so you're talking about Lamar Jackson. Do you have to be a top five thrower of the football to win a Super Bowl? No. Okay, but with a top five defense, every time he's been in the playoffs, he's had a top five defense. He's won one playoff game. Okay, and he has. In, and they they've drafted wide receivers. They've drafted tight ends. They have a good offensive line. Okay, I don't put all of the blame on Lamar. They're switching offensive corners, but the fact is that the likelihood of winning a Super Bowl when you have a quarterback taking up over 12% of your cap, and in this case early on it would be over like 20% of your cap, is it, it, it makes it to where the quarterback has to do what Pat Mahomes has done. Where Pat Mahomes pulls rabbits out of his hat, that's why he's the best. is because was, uh, he's doing was
4: Nick, he's doing more with less. Was, because Nick because Foles he's elite? was Nick Foles elite when the Eagles won the Super Bowl? No, but they had a great roster. It was okay. the same idea. I'm just saying, you don't have to be elite. A I,
1: again, but what, what contract, he was not on a major contract. Wentz was on a rookie deal and Foles was on a backup contract and so they had an incredible surrounding cast. That's the way in which you do it. So there's there's basically two plans there. Plan A which most of these teams want to do is you get a young quarterback, you build around him with a great roster and then by the time that, that quarterback comes of age, if he's good enough you give him a long term deal and you try and navigate except the, cap. the Except That's the Rams
4: they, didn't do that and they won the Super Bowl two years ago with a over priced overpaid quarterback who was making a lot of money uh they were over the cap financially my point is there is no Tom Brady Patriots way and that's the only way you can win I'll take a look at Mahomes I bet you he makes more than 12% of the the, the salary for Again, the, the, is, the Chiefs he is the
1: only one of the top I believe the top 10 quarterbacks in terms of what they're making um he is the only one to have what anyone would deem to be a successful year. We can, we can go ahead and, and, and look it up. I mean, most of them did make the—Russell Wilson did make the playoffs. Aaron Rodgers did make the playoffs. You know, uh, uh, you kind of you go through the laundry list of guys and what they're making and what they've achieved. And it's, it's harder. Again, it's not impossible— it's not possible, but like, what, let's see what happens to the Bengals when Joe Burrow gets his new deal. Josh Allen's another one. Obviously, uh, he has signed a new deal, and it's like people want to point out all the things the Bills are missing. Well, why do you think the Bills are missing some of these deals? Because something has to go. There's one pie of money, right? and when a, when a big chunk of the pie is taken up to one player and the quarterback, that guy has to be great to carry you because you've got to hide something you don't have. It doesn't mean it's impossible. It just means that, that it, you have to navigate it. And the, the truth about the Lamar deal is, this deal would have been done if he had an agent. Instead, they're trying. Why, why are you going without an agent? What's the point of it? What's what's the win here? A percent? You keep a percent that you would have given up? A, a, a good agent would have had. First of all, the narrative would be different because they'd be leaking information, you know, to to all these insiders, and then the deal would have been done because though it wouldn't have been 250 million in guarantees, the guarantees would have been in line with you know above everybody else because there's other contracts that have been signed after Deshaun Watson. Right. So it would have been in line with, you know, more than what Kyler made, more than everybody else. And then you'd have built in bonuses that ultimately you would likely make, barring some sort of catastrophic injury. And it would have been done by now. But instead, you're trying to do things by yourself and you're going to end up probably playing on a franchise tag for a year, two years, and then seeing what the market will bear. And maybe you get a Kirk Cousins deal, but you have to do it outside of Baltimore where you've had an incredible amount of success.
0: Be sure to catch the live edition of The Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
2: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing!
0: Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality. It's, you can't debate it. I would try it. No, least. you can't. Taste as great as the barbecue you're making. The beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. It tastes like a beer. Less filling. Only 96 calories. With a Miller Lite in hand, grilling doesn't just taste great. It, it tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells great beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces.
1: What up? Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio with uh, Rob Parker. I'm Doug Gottlieb. Filling in for Dan. Dan Ed's Boys are off this week. So you got a, a cornucopia, a smorgasbord, a potpourri. Of uh, talented fill-ins the rest of the week. So glad you could be a part of the show. Of course, we're broadcasting for the Mercedes Benz Man Cave. Um, got a lot of stuff going on, uh, Rob. Uh, I want to talk. We'll talk some All Star Game coming up. Kind of the debacle that was the game, and uh, we'll talk some second half. I want to hear the-
4: your take on that. I can't wait because you being a basketball player and aficionado, uh, for you to it was watch awful. that. Yeah, it was awful. It was awful.
1: I mean, the only thing worse than the game being awful, and I know we were going to get to it. Like, let's, let's just, the only thing worse than the game is, is like Shea Gildas Alexander is sitting there after the game in a, in a mink in a fur coat. Right. And he was like, you know, if, if, they asked him, how do you fix it? Well, you know, if they, they gave some more money. They're I like, I just. Dude. So, so now here's the, you want to know the, the real problem with it? The problem with it is there is no more entitled athlete. In sports than the basketball player, and I I can say this first from hand knowledge, you know. Um, I mean, I haven't bought a pair of sneakers to play basketball in since I was twelve, thirteen years old, and I was I was good. Okay, I was really really good. I was not ever Shea Gildas Alexander or any of these other guys, but the 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 entitlement that exists is because it is created at a very young age where. Everybody who is any good at basketball is given everything, just given everything. And like, again, NBA players, the NBA All-Star Weekend is to grow the sport, to grow their own personal brands. And oh, yeah, by the way, they get contract bonuses and they get bonuses, I'm sure, from their apparel deals and their shoe deals as well. This this whole idea of like, yeah, I played and I'll do it and I play hard, but you got to put some more money because there's never enough money. Never enough money. They make generational wealth. Like, like, uh, wait, I'm gonna. They just the mentality is they're doing you a favor to be there, and that's the pro, That's why the NBA, by many people, is despised, despite the fact it's the be, it's probably the best sport going in terms of the international talent, the overall talent league, how the league is a lot more watchable because it's a lot more spread out, a lot more skilled. But a lot of those comments they just don't sit well with people, nor should they.
4: No, if you're a fan uh, and, and I, I give people credit because to buy NBA tickets and hope that people are playing and we're not talking about Doug buying a bleacher seat at Yankee Stadium for $22. We're talking about paying big dollars. I got my, my, my brother, my nephew, and my brother's son all coming to LA and what do they want to do? They want to go to an NBA game. Sure. Of course. I had to buy tickets. And they were hell uh, expensive, okay, like ridiculous. Okay, so, wait, so
1: just give people sense. Like we all do this. They they all think. I mean, like, look, I can call in a favor. No. And go to and go to a, and go to a Laker game, but that's two seats. And even right. those two seats. And like, I have, you know, like my best friend on uh, on Earth in in sports is Miles Simon. He's the head coach of the G League Defenders. So if I ask Miles, like, "Hey, Miles, can I get some tickets?" Like, yeah, They're like. Well, I can buy them for face. Like, they don't... Right. Like the Lakers don't... Okay, so so you had how many people in so,
4: town? So it's going to be three with me, so four of us are going to the game. It's going to cost me about $2,000 to go to the, the basketball game. And, and can you imagine, and Doug, you have kids, but your kid wants to see a certain player, it's their birthday, it's Christmas, whatever it might be, that might be their Christmas present, and these guys don't feel compelled to play... And uh, they want to, you know, rest or they listen and, and then they use, well, the science says we shouldn't play these many games and we shouldn't play back to backs and all this other stuff that people have been doing forever. Uh, and, and, and I just don't think it's fair to people. If you want to do that, let people go back to the box office and cash their tickets in and get their money back. But see, that, they won't do that. And, and I think that would change everything. And my other thing, Doug, if you want to fix it, because I know the commissioner talked about it with the state of the NBA and how do you work around, you know, load management, I, I would want something like baseball. When you're injured, you got to go on the 10- or 15-day disabled list, right? you got to miss 10 days or 15 days. If you miss a game, you got to miss three more after that, the next three. And and if you start doing that, teams will have to really be honest on whether or not they can do that and have their star player miss twenty or fifteen games because of the extra three that go if you're just taking a day off.
1: That makes sense. Makes total
4: sense. Does that make sense to you? It it makes absolute
1: sense to me. I don't I don't know if it if it works. You know, it's like you had the commissioner of the NBA saying like, ah, it's you know people make a big thing. There, the NBA falls back on. Uh, NBA fans, okay, are a lot like Knicks fans. Okay, Stick with me for a second on this one. Okay, So the argument against making changes to uh, teams, you know, sitting players is, the argument against it is, is, is hey, if you thought everybody hated it, how come ticket sales are up nationwide? Now, I have the reason, I, I believe I know the reason that why ticket sales are up, and I'll get to it in a second. Uh, but, but it it's basically like forever for the Knicks. It was why would they field a more competitive team if the Garden is full every night? Right, right. It's like, yeah, would I like to win an NBA Finals? But okay, the reason that they re-signed Carmelo Anthony when Phil Jackson was there was like, hey, we got to have we got to have a marquee guy to sell tickets. We can't just build organically, and then ultimately you get to year five. Like that doesn't work in New York, and Knicks fans didn't. They care, but not enough to ever not show up to the games, and that's really the NBA is the NBA sitting there going like, if fans really cared, why do they keep buying tickets? Now, I don't think the fans are actually buying that many tickets. I think that's the secondary market. The way it works is, the second you offer up tickets to the public, the the you know the the, the StubHub's of the world they buy them all up for resale, and. And, you know, they jack up the prices to make up for when their tickets that are unsold. Uh, that, that would be my, again, that's a working hypothesis.
4: Yeah, I, but, I but, don't disagree with that because I think a lot of fans are disgusted as what's happened. And as you talked about for the All-Star game, it is about, this is a part of the job. Like, it really is to sell the game, to be on this grand scale stage with all these great players. And you're not supposed to be like, well, what is the best part? Who is it, uh? Was it Jokic, or I can't remember who said it. Uh, what, what's your best part of the All-Star game? Or was it Luka? He said, uh, it's uh, Sunday when I get to get on a plane and go on vacation. Oh, thank you. Nice. I mean, really? Yeah, they don't want to do it. They they don't want to do it.
1: You know? Shocking. Sh- but, shocking. Uh, no, I, I I think it's... I would say that there's a certain portion of guys that don't want to do it because the game and everything has become a joke. You know, they're not into the you know, to being the runway model and all that other stuff, right? They, they, they want to play hoop or they want to, want to break, you know? The problem is that all of this stuff, it's like where the NBA players, this is where they don't get it. You know, all of this stuff has value. And if you're a, if you're a TNT and you spent all that money on the NBA and you're like, look, we, we have Mac McClung. I mean, thank God for Mac McClung, who is a YouTube sensation. But to not have anybody else who's a legitimate NBA player, let alone NBA star, in the dunk contest, like man, Saturday Night used to be the deal,
4: big time.
1: And, and it used to be the deal because they'd have Jordan, they'd have Michael Dominique, did it three have,
4: times,
1: three sure, times, Doug. Sure, Co- was was Kobe in the dunk contest? Yes. He was in the dunk contest, wasn't he? Yes. Right. So it, it all started with LeBron refusing to do it. You know, not wanting to do it because I'm sure he didn't. He didn't want to lose. And he's a little bit more of a power dunker than a creative dunker. It wasn't earlier on in his career, but he got advice and financially it's worked out for him. But historically, in terms of growing the game, it's not the it's not for the betterment of the game. Right. He should have been the dunk contest. So I I, I think that's part of it. But I just the guys that don't get it. Hey, if you give me more money, it's because that's the answer to everything. And this is the generation that our generation has bred. This is what we've created. We've created a, hey, I'm not showing up unless there's a big fat check for me. And that trickles down to every level now in 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 the sport. Well, that, that's how it, it works. It's it, gross. It, the whole it, thing is it's gross. It, 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 the, way it's, the way it's supposed to work is, you you know, you love the sport. You play the sport. and Oh, yeah, by the way, you make a ton of money playing the sport and it just feeds off it. It's the old Michael Jordan love of the game clause in his contract. And... This is, it's, it's become just, and you're sitting there going like, well, you don't understand. Like, no, no, I, I understand. I understand it's generational wealth that you're making and you already have it guaranteed. And somebody asked you to, at some point, everyone in their job, when you're making a good amount of money, the boss comes in and says, Hey, you want to do this a little extra work? No, nope. like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I, that's not how I'm. I, that's not how I'm wired. I don't
4: think that's how well, you're wired. Well, we wouldn't be doing this show. We already Correct. have our own shows. Okay. <laughs> right. I mean, I'm like, working right, tonight right. at seven o'clock. I'm working. I'm working today. I do a TV
1: show at at ten Eastern on a ten Pacific Coast time on Stadium. Then my we start doing my radio stuff at eleven West Coast time, and we're live at twelve. Right. So we like. I'm with you, but I. But we also again. We're not the mentality of this new generation, which is, give me a bunch of money, and I'll show up, and I'll do my job, but don't ask me for anything else, because if you do, I'm going to want a bunch more money. But That's I'll, basically I'll, the mentality we've bred.
4: I agree, but I think Adam Silver has been a major disappointment uh, in where the league has gone, and he just seems to poo-poo it like it's no big deal. And even like a guy like Steve Kerr, who I think is a, a smart guy, a conscious guy, who I always felt like cared about other people, you know, even he dismisses it and, and is kind of like, oh, well, yeah, I feel awful for people and just kind of like that's it. And, and like not to understand or not to go back to, to life when, uh, you know, before you became a big star and you made millions of dollars when you used to go and, and buy tickets and go to the Look, game. And, all, and I just, I don't here's understand. A, here, here's the thing. The kids. Here's the
1: thing. They're all beholding. NBA players are super sensitive. The reason that most, most guys are insiders, you know, don't tell you the real deal is their access will be cut off if they tell you the real deal of what's really going on, right? They, they just are. And, uh, and then coaches are the same. Right? You can't say anything. I even think Adam Silver. I mean, the truth of Adam Silver is I think he'll dry, draw a much harder line stance in the CBA negotiations because everything he says outwardly is like pro player. But he works for the owners. I think that's just talk. I think the same thing with Steve Kerr, which is he's got to acquiesce to his players in terms of when they play, when they don't, don't play. Because if you, come out, if you come out with a hard line stance, they cut you out. They, they cut you out, and it's, and it's not worth the fight for them. Huh? And then they'll all tell you privately behind the scenes, like, man, it's the worst, but this is the way you have to do it. If you're going to be anti-load management, if you're going to be pro-owner, or even if you're going to push back and say you got to do it in private, you can't do it in public, because if you do it in public, the players will quit on you. That's the reality of it.
4: No, I, I hear you. I mean, but it doesn't mean that uh, for everything. And I and I, and I'm not gonna sit here and, and act like you're gonna fall on a sword for every uh, every situation or circumstance. But some of these guys to look people in the face, and I'm talking about the hardworking people who really, it, it's a big deal to go to a game and the money that they have to put out for one night and go and buy $12 Cokes and $15 hot dogs and all the other stuff that goes with it, and then do people like that, at some point it will come back because people will remember that and people will stop. I'm telling you, if it wasn't for my family coming to L.A. and wanting to spend the night out, would I go spend that kind of money on a game where I don't know who's playing or what matters? No, I wouldn't do it. I'm telling you I wouldn't do it. Uh, so how much did you end up spending on, on tickets all in the night? Like $2,000 $2,000 to go to a basketball game and, and who'd they play? They're playing uh, the Dallas Mavericks so at least it's a, a, a good team but still I... wait oh so have, the game hasn't taken place yet? Yeah Kyrie's not playing right? That'll, that's what's going to happen when that game happens. Kyrie, Kyrie and Le... Luka won't
1: play, LeBron, yeah, might, LeBron not play. might not play Anthony no, wait, Davis not play. Listen these are the 23 most important games of LeBron's career Remember that he said that as Oh, well. oh yeah. Was he talking he said, to
4: Anthony Davis, or was he talking to himself? Who was he talking to? I'm to the He media. said the 23 most important games of his career.
0: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
2: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for...
5: Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today.
1: What up? Good morning to you. Dan Patrick show here on Fox Sports Radio, the iHeartRadio app. Hope you're doing really, really, really well. Get ready for spring, although major snowstorm. Headed basically across the United States and the Midwest all the way to the uh, Northeast. It, I know last week it was in the 70s in the Northeast and not so much today and in the coming days. We've got a lot to get to. Our guy T.J. Hushmanzada joins us in about 20 minutes. We'll discuss with him the Cowboys mm-hmm. being intrigued by a quarterback in the draft and uh, so many other NFL issues as we're now you know, we're over a week out from the Super Bowl, Chiefs won again, and we'll see what this year's offseason brings, considering the last couple of years off season has really been as much movement as we've seen in the NBA, we've seen in the NFL. Uh, Rob, you know, like, look, we you have your show, it's called The Odd Couple, which airs every afternoon on the West Coast, evening on the East Coast, along with super talented Chris Broussard. My show is The Doug Gottlieb Show, it's a daily three to five Eastern time and 12 to two Pacific. Um, so I, I've, I've waxed poetic on, on the Eric Bieniemy thing. He's the commander's new offensive coordinator. Uh, but it, it, it feels like the narrative from so many in the media is, well, the only reason he's offensive coordinator, not a head coach is because of the color of his skin. Where do you fall on the Eric B uh discussion?
4: Well, I mean the NFL obviously has a problem. Can we agree with that? Do you agree that minorities don't get the same opportunity that white guys get?
1: Uh I don't agree with that. So you but don't that's you okay.
4: you think every white guy's gotten hired has earned their keep, and and a league that's seventy five percent black. That's it's not seventy five percent black. Okay, seventy percent. It's not seventy percent black. What is it? What it's is like it? 50, 55%, okay, 55 percent. Okay, that's not that's not really the point. 50, okay. Yes, it is the point. It's not and, the point. And, and
1: because that's where not, the, it, not not the point, because the players don't. It's not that that doesn't translate automatically to that percentage of people wanting to become coaches. No,
4: but it's but it's okay? still. Because, but that's where you would get people who have played the game often, not all the time. I think that we would look at if you told me the NHL. Had ninety eight percent white, and the coaches were seventy five percent black. People would look at that and go, "That's pretty strange. That would be weird." Would you Would you agree with that? If seventy five percent of the coaches in the NHL were black, would you look at that and think that was strange?
1: Uh, yeah. It would be, okay. It would, it, it, All right. It, it, would, it would. It it would be. It would be weird. Okay. Uh, because of the number. But again, like what what's not taken into account is almost every coach played football they just didn't necessarily play in the nfl okay and so they went into coaching when their career got over so the numbers skew completely differently once you get there okay cuz the so overall pop- is the population
4: in the united states is 13% But black are you saying money. that race never plays a, a factor in there not being a black coach in the nfl tola uh, art shell in the uh, in the in the 90s When when was he hired in 19 19- uh, I got to get the exact year. You're telling me that Art Shell being the first black coach that long for a league to be that that was just happenstance, and because oh, black guys it, didn't want to be coaches, is that well, what you're saying? Well, let's let, let's let's if we're gonna
1: go back. Yeah, I want to go back. If we're gonna go back historically, okay, historically, and Art Shell was hired in 1989. Okay, so we want to go back historically, uh, 70 pre 70s and 80s. I would say absolutely. And because of it, and, and honestly, the biggest issue was the quarterback position, because so many of these coaches are former quarterbacks. So many of the offensive coordinators are former quarterbacks. OK, but what, what we're in a place now where I don't believe it plays any sort of factor in. At all, not not at all, and I know that from having spoken to NFL GMs. And then you have the actual.
4: Oh yeah, they're gonna the tell you that. Data. Oh yeah, they're gonna tell you. Yeah, we're not hiring black guys because. So, uh, so so what what I, I'm so, just, so, so help,
1: help me out with help me out with this.
4: Okay, I want to make
1: sure that hold that, on hold on hold on help me out with this. Okay, so a a multi billion dollar business. Now all these NFL teams are worth billions and billions of dollars. Okay, and they only really have one marching order. This is not college football. This is not you know where where you have to where our, our donors are boosters and their level of comfort. The only thing that matters in the NFL is one thing, winning football games. That's that's all that matters.
4: Well, they've done a terrible job hiring a lot of uh, bad white coaches. They've hired bad re- white coaches and we and we Hold way more bad white coaches. I'm just dug. Wait, way more? Wait, hold, hold, on, hold, on. Hold, hold, hold on, hold on. Wait, the clip, the clip, Kings- disaster. Ba- Cliff Kingsbury got run out of Texas Tech, and he he falls into an NFL job. What, okay, what, is so, that true so, or not? So, so did, Cliff anybody, Kingsbury, anybody did anybody anybody who had on. a cup of coffee and a sweet hold on, roll?
1: Hold hold on hold on hold on. Okay, let, let's, let's, let's have the Cliff Kingsbury discussion for a second. First of all, he actually made the playoffs with the Cardinals. Okay,
4: That's not better- what I'm talking about, Doug, to get on. the
1: job. Okay, so, but wait, you have a problem with him getting the job? That's fine. Then you should celebrate when Saban got the job, when Urban Meyer got the job. When The, the, the point is, okay, Cliff Kingsbury actually made a whole hell of a lot of sense if you paid attention to what they were trying to do in Arizona. Uh, did you see his record at Texas Tech? Yes, and What happened yes, to every yes. season? Did you Did you look at that? He's
4: at every Texas season. Every okay,
1: season look, they tanked Doug. Listen, listen. every me, season they Let me. Let me. Okay, can we? Can we at least? I can. We can find an easy. I want, to have, so I want have to have a conversation. I do want to have a conversation. You have to stop talking to have a conversation. But,
4: but I want to say this before we get there. All I want you to do is just. I want you to at least acknowledge that there's a race issue in this country when it comes to black people getting this at the same opportunities, not in every situation, but not in every situation, but oftentimes I just, we don't, we don't, it's, for it's whatever not, it's, reason, it's simply, it's, listen, there are no listen, black listen. owners to hire people. I'm, I'm okay, telling so you.
1: The, okay. So you're making a determination that because there's not black owners, that they don't hire black coaches. when, it, it just doesn't work that way. Okay. But let's, let, let's, let's, because so the black owners are okay with their coaches, with their quarterbacks and their teams having black players, but not their coaches who have to like, that doesn't have anything to it's do with it. It's a
4: different playing field dog. When it comes no, to, it's, no, it's yes not. It is. Yes, okay, it is. And I'm going to tell you, let's, Doug let's before. No,
1: no, 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 now it's my turn. You got a chance. You said there's a race problem. Okay. And, and, and regardless of previous hiring practices. Okay. Um, There's a lot to it. Let's start with Cliff Kingsbury. Okay, if your argument is because he wasn't successful in college, because he lost his job at his alma mater, he shouldn't get an opportunity in the NFL, that's fine, but then you can't make the argument that, well, hey, that 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 is a, a determinant in success in the NFL here's why okay because the most successful college coaches that we have had Steve Spurrier failed Lou Holtz failed Nick Saban failed by Petrino didn't last the season etc like we go through there is no there they're a different sport it's a completely different game and what it takes to be successful in the pros is merely about relationships with players and X and O's it's not about all the other stuff all the other stuff matters a whole hell of lot more recruiting and boosters and getting overall support and winning the university and basically like all those guys Saban etc they have better players than the other teams and they're really good coaches and they build really good staffs and that's how they've been better than everybody else in college it doesn't work that way in the pros you got to get the quarterback right the players have to want to play for you that's it period end of story okay so the idea that well he wasn't successful in college so what the guys that weren't successful that were successful in college been bad in the pros okay he he was hired his marching orders were hey we got kyler murray you know Kyler Murray. Can you make Kyler Murray work? And when Kyler Murray was healthy, it actually worked. Now, Kyler Murray turned out to be a pain in the ass, okay? And they made a, a lot of bad decisions, and they lost their job, okay? But the, the, if you, if you want to just say overall racism, like, it's totally unfair because you said, well, certain instances. Uh, let's just take the Eric Bienemy Eric situation, okay? Like, the idea that racism is keeping him from being a head coach, head coach is laughable,
4: it's it's embarrassing. It really is. Doug, so have you been in any of the interviews with Eric Bieniemy? I have actually have, have spoken any, have, have you been in have, any? I have you been in any interviews? I
1: have actually spoken to two general managers.
4: And they told had, you he can't coach. Is that what they no, told you? That's He's not a what fraud? They, that's not is that what they, that told, what they, they, what told, they told you? He can't, that's not what they told he can't get an opportunity. Actually, do you actually want to know what you? they said or do What you did you they say? Yell. Yeah, tell me. Yeah, I want to hear. Tell me. They said
1: they said so Eric Bieniemy's reputation in the NFL is he, he, is a, he, is an, he is not a uniter. He is a guy that can be seen as very divisive. Okay? That's his, his reputation. His reputation is he's not beloved. If, if there's a lot of Vic Fangio. I don't know if you realize Vic Fangio was a defensive coordinator for 30 years in the NFL before he got a head coaching job for two years in Denver with no quarterback. And now he's back being a defensive coordinator. So there actually is a, a precedence for it. Okay? So the first thing is his reputation is that of a guy who not necessarily a uniter. Everyone knows that he doesn't call plays. No one actually knows what he does in Kansas City. But both of the guys that I spoke to who interviewed him said that wasn't really an issue. Like, we didn't know if we'd like him. We didn't know if he'd win the room. Okay. We didn't know what he did. But both of them said, okay, that in comparison to other candidates who advanced in the search, okay, in comparison, like, there wasn't a there there. There wasn't a clear vision and a clear plan that was aligned, okay? And and you know the way that jobs actually work, okay? This is the way it actually works is you hire people that you know, that you've worked with before, that you respect, that you like, correct?
4: Is that the way generally jobs work? Uh, yes, that is the way that they work. And you okay. know what? You also could put out a false narrative when you want to on somebody because it's not an exact science. And and, and I want to push back on your whole idea that, Wait. oh, the only thing you want to do in the NFL is win. So, that's it. so you have a black quarterback and you have black players. Yes, because that's a level playing field. Because, Doug, if this country is what – Seventy-five percent white. What is it? I don't even know. And if it was just about putting white players on NFL teams, then they would be filled with them. But guess what? When and you I, when I, you line they, they, up, it, it's a meritocracy. When you, when you line football up, football is a meritocracy. When you, right. you play based upon who's good enough, exactly. And that's okay. not how they pick coaches. And that is it, that's the problem. Wait, is what, that what, you, wait, don't wait, hold you don't know? You don't pick coaches know. based on anything other there than have been, there your have relationships.
1: Been, there have been so so. Okay, so let's go back to the, the premise before. First of all, if Kansas City wasn't going to bring him back this year, why did we all forgotten that Kansas City wasn't going to bring him back? That was widely reported that he wasn't going to bring him back, that Mahomes and him didn't see eye to eye, they weren't going to bring him back. By the way, Matt Nagy's on that staff, and everyone who covers Kansas City, who knows that organization, okay, will tell you that the guy who was going to be the next head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs is Matt Nagy, who didn't succeed. OK, so again, uh, is is Kansas City racist for trying to promote Eric Bieniemy elsewhere and not wanting to? Why couldn't they just name him the head coach in waiting for whenever Andy Reid retires? Of course, they, they 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 could. They don't want to. OK, Ryan Poles left Kansas City as the GM of the Bears. Last year, he had a head coaching job open. And I know Matt Nagy was a previous offensive coordinator, at Kansas City.
4: So could have made it. Did he call plays in Kansas City? Uh, no. No, okay. Just curious. Wait, wait. Okay. So so is Ryan pulled No, I'm just asking you. Because I, I didn't say he's wait, racist, it's, it's... Doug. Don't yes, put, you put, did. Don't put words in my mouth. You what put I, in my mouth. You what, said, what I said, you said to you that the is the NFL that, has a, is as a racist, racist our... history. It does, Doug. Oh, okay. That's what I'm saying. So don't try to act like, oh, okay, everybody so, gets so, jobs so be... on merit. That's my point to you, Doug. Everybody doesn't get jobs on merit. There are a lot of so, guys who so, have had me the guy
1: Tell me the guy. Who had the easier track? I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm there were a, a lot. There were a lot of just coaches. Just,
4: just pick a guy. There, there are a lot just of coaches. Who was the Giants he, coach who was like a special teams coach? He wasn't even a coordinator. Okay, so so I so can go on on, but no black guy get jobs so, like that. So, okay, Joe so you, Judge. I would
1: on, rather okay. have Judge Judy. Okay, so so Joe Judge. Okay, so he's a special teams coordinator with the New England Patriots. Okay, so how did he get the job? Let's go through it. Who's the head coach of the Baltimore Ravens? Who's the head coach of the Baltimore Doug. Uh, Who's it, the head coach of the Baltimore I, make, His make, name's John Harbaugh. I know who it is, ha- ha- but I don't want to go, hold go on, ahead. Hold on. Hold well, on. John Harbaugh's previous job was what with the Philadelphia Eagles? It's a special teams coordinator. I get so, it, but so this is, it, is the problem. Well, no, you don't. Yes, you I don't get
4: it. Black you, you people don't aren't you that. actually don't get they it. They aren't okay. in that circle, and they, that's the problem. I, I, they I agree. They're not I, in that circle, oh, and you hold hold keep no. Listen, hold you hold that's on. What the Rooney, that's that's the whole idea. The, of the Rooney, Rooney rule. rule is garbage. It's okay. a dog and pony show to bring black people no, in, and then go hire who you want. Yes, it is. It's not. It's the worst thing I've ever. I would never go on a Rooney interview. I wish somebody would tell me to come in and do a dog dog and pony show when they already know who they're going to hire. Okay, How so, disgraceful so, is that?
1: Okay, so so let me tell you where the Rooney Rule does work, okay? Brian Flores had not yet become the defensive coordinator of the Patriots. There was a job open, and the one of the GMs I talked to said, we brought in Brian Flores. This is the year before he got the Dolphins job. And he goes, and he call, he actually texted me, hey, call me. I found a guy who's going to be great. And I said, who is it? He's like, Brian Flores. He's going to be the coordinator of the Patriots. He's like, a little young probably needs another year or two of seasoning. It's like, but man, he was really, really impressive. That interview would not have taken place without the Rooney Rule. Now, I would, I would completely agree with you that there have been some that have been dog and pony shows. There have been some, okay? But the overall idea of the Rooney Rule is to get more people of color in that circle where you establish relationships and that's exactly what happened is Flores did interviews the year before he got the dolphin job by the way Flores Doug, have you ever gone on by, a job by the way by the way Flores no I've never gone on a job interview because it doesn't work that way okay, in, our, I'm, I in, just, in, in in our profession okay so okay? you've never
4: been on a job interview where they say well we're going to hire this guy anyway well, yes, but actually, come, I, actually, in. Actually, actually come actually in anyway, actually dog. I did actually I did um, I'll, in. I'll tell you there's an NBA
1: team NBA team okay that had needed a color analyst right um need a, a, an analyst for their hometown network, okay? And I was told before the job was ever named to a guy who's a, a friend of mine. And he's he does, he's, does a good job. I believe I'm better than him, but that's okay. Two years ago, in the off season, I went and I did an interview. I did uh, a game for them. I had to prep for a, a game. I had to prep for a studio show. I did all that stuff, okay? Even though I knew I was told, okay, by... Everybody I talked to, hey, dude, y- you didn't play in the NBA and you're not of color. This is not going to happen. Like you're wasting your time because the league, the league wants former players. And because of, like you said, the past history of people on TV, uh, people of color not getting opportunities. That's a reality to it. Like you're not going to get this job. And I went through the process. One, because I wanted to go through the process and see what it was like. And two, because those people that were in the process, you never know if they may need you for a game or they may get another job. And you did a really good job. You're totally professional. And you, you put yourself in that conversation because they're outside of Doris Burke. And I, I can't think of anybody else. Um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Sarah. Uh, oh, for, the, for the Nets. Yeah, she's awesome. Right. Like those are the only two people who are analysts in the NBA who didn't play or coach in the NBA. And so I was told, like, hey, dude, you ain't, you ain't getting it. You ain't, you ain't getting it. And, of course, I did it. Sarah okay? Kustak. So I, yeah. Sarah Kustak, okay? so who's and, and they're both very, very good
4: broadcasters. Okay?
1: But I was told I wasn't getting it. So I do know what that's like. I, see, do, see, under, Doug, I do understand.
4: Doug, this is, this is the issue that I have. And I think it's the arrogance of this. You you say that you didn't get the job, even though you're better than the person because I, I they believe went, no no, no, no okay, I believe it's okay. a subjective profession.
1: Okay, it is. Very I believe subjective. I'm definitely
4: more accomplished. Okay, I've definitely done it for for longer. I think that I'm better. But this is so- what I've heard my whole life. Anybody who's white who doesn't get a job is because they got to hire black people or they got to do minority hiring. No, I've never heard a white guy once say to me, "I didn't get the job because I wasn't good enough." It's always because they want to uh, they want to uh, give the brothers a chance or you remember Rachel said that Rachel Nichols yeah oh, you could do whatever you want but uh, don't don't mess up my gig or whatever you know you because you guys have bad uh, diversity numbers or whatever it is it's always the same thing not that we've worked and we've put in our time and energy and and done what we're supposed to do to get opportunities I feel I I was turned down for plenty of jobs or didn't get the opportunity Opportunities that I would have gotten had I been white. I believe that. There are situations and okay, okay. well, circumstances. Listen, I do. I,
1: I, I understand. I've, uh, there's, there's situations. Uh, I'll give you. I was up for the head coaching job at Oklahoma State. Mike Boynton got it. I did not. Okay. And he got it because of his relationships with the team. His relationships on campus. How people had viewed him. And oh yeah, by the way, he's done a really good job handling some really, really hard stuff. I, I'm not that guy. You ask me, I truly believe, like, I think I'm, that's that's how I, I, I operate. I think I'm good enough. I know I'm good at what I do, and I'm more accomplished than it. Again, I haven't been a hater on the dude getting the job. I'm telling you the reality of what I was told going in. I was told when I was at ESPN, like, hey, dude, we'd like to use you on on the set. But the way the set works is you got to have a former player and a former coach, and you, c- you can't have three white guys across the board. doesn't work that way.
4: And at the time, the former coach was white. And, it's so uh, funny. I've seen plenty of shows that have had uh, four white guys on the set. Uh, tell uh, me, tell me, tell me where that exists. Uh, it, before are you, before I got into this business, oh, it, no, was, no everywhere. No it was everywhere. No are question. It was everywhere. No question. But how long ago did you get in this business? I've been in the business thirty-seven years, but Correct. I remember Correct. those days. And, is and, what I'm and, saying.
1: And 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 what I would tell you, Rob, is I ag- agree with the writing of the past wrongs and equaling out the playing field. I do. Okay? But but you have to you have to do it. You, you can't sit there and go like, well, Eric Bieniemy's not getting this job because the league is racist. Okay, you have you have the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, their GM is a former chief guy, and he brought Eric Bieniemy in, and he brought Shane Steichen in, and he needed an offensive guy. That's what they wanted, and they decided on Shane Steichen. All right? So they have, and if Kansas City loved him so much. Why'd they let him go? If Kansas City loved him so much, why didn't Indy hire him? Why didn't Chicago hire him? You have to answer these questions. Okay? And so you can can tell me that historically, the NFL has some racist issues quarterback-wise. And I think that's a big part of it, right? Because especially backup quarterbacks, that's who they become coaches. But in the context of Eric bien it just lacks any sort of substance, and we all fall back on it because nobody is calling these general managers and say, hey, take me through why you selected
5: who you selected, and they'll give you the reason. At bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic, every home run, every hit, every inning, every play, from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
2: With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select campus events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears.